Welcome to the Menlo Midweek Podcast, where we are getting some extra time with the speaker from last Sunday's message to go a little deeper, get some extra thoughts about the message, and get a behind-the-scenes look at their teaching process. We're your hosts, Mark and Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Menlo Midweek. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this special edition of our Menlo Midweek Podcast. As always, Jess is here. Mark is here. That's me. And we have our new head of staff, Scott Palmer. That's probably what I should have done. The yeah, probably. He deserves it way more than I do. <laughs> Yay. Scott's here. Oh, well, thanks, guys. It's really fun to be here with yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So typically we'll go into the sermon of this past week and try to deep dive a little bit with the speaker. But we thought it'd be very timely and important for us as a community to get to know Scott a little bit better and hear his hopes for Menlo going forward. And more importantly, figure out how we can support him and the rest of the church during this time. So looking forward to today. Today, fun fun thing I want to start with. So last week, Jess and I were introducing you, yes. and we didn't know if you were a doctor or not. Oh. We we're trying to debate it. Scott, are you a doctor? Doctor, Reverend, <laughs> yeah, something. Well, pastor. I'm not licensed to do any medical procedures. <laughs> okay, so let's clear that okay. up right okay. away. Whew. Good. All right. Um, but uh, yes, technically, I do have a doctor of Whoa. ministry degree, which nobody really cares about typically. But <laughs> um, if uh, in fancy circles, yeah. I would be known as a reverend doctor. Yes. Wow. Oh, so the reverend comes before the doctor. Yes, in ministry circles. All right. Yes. So, Ladies cool. and gentlemen, reverend doctor Scott Palmer yeah, is here with us much. today. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, that's awesome. If you could just get a, like, I don't know, give us a little bit more about your history, how you found yourself at Menlo, because you've been here for a while, I've heard. Um, we'd love time. to hear about that. <laughs> Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Menlo um, has played a huge role in my life, and uh, I'm so grateful for the, the history um, and the people and um, the consistent presence. And it started back when I uh, came here as a college student. Um, and I came from a little town in Montana, as uh, some of you will know, awesome. and uh, called Cutbank. You can Google it. It's one of the coldest places Cut in the bank. nation. Um, wow. We say it's not the end of the world, but you can see it from there. That's kind of our line. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so when I came here, I was pretty uh, overwhelmed and a little lost. Um, and I had a time when I was in college of, of sort of questioning and wondering about my faith. Of course, in college, they mm -hmm. press you to ask the bigger questions. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember Menlo being a place where I, I could come and, and seek those questions out. Um, and I was Presbyterian. I grew up in a little Presbyterian church. And so uh, I knew, um, hey, I'll just find the Presbyterian church out here. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I also, uh, I mentioned this to Jess earlier, but um, th at that time, Menlo had a ministry that was actually on campus at Stanford called Cornerstone. And um, that was uh, a place where I didn't even have to come over to Menlo Park. I could just go and 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 check things out, uh, the community there of college students. So that was how I got started. Um, and uh, from that point on, um, I just found uh, this place to be uh, a welcoming, loving. I found the gospel to be presented in a way that I could understand mm. and a community that lived it out. And I just felt at home. It felt like a, a, a place of refuge for me. And um, so that's how it started. And mm -hmm. from that point, um, people, uh, called out in me, uh, uh, some gifts in ministry and, and began to encourage me. And, 
um, and pray for me. Uh, and you know, you look back and you say, okay, I see the Lord's hand in all of that. But at the time there was a lot of discerning. And so, uh, I'm grateful for that too, that people would, would, would see gifts in me and call those out. And, um, that led to me, um, trying ministry out as I'm kind of a person that says, um, Hey God, okay, I'll give you a little room and see what you do with it. <laughs> and if it works out, I'll keep going. I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a toe in the water, not a mm. jump in kind of person. And so, um, I said, well, I, I love the Bible. I want to study the Bible. I'll go to seminary. We'll try that. You know? So, um, after I feel like that's a, a leap, not a toe <laughs> yeah. in the water. Well, <laughs> all right, fine. I'll spend all my money and all my time I'll going just, to school just for my toe in the water. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, maybe I wasn't the brightest bulb in the pack at that point, but it did, uh, uh, it did feel like a next step. And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, it was a lot of fun in those days. Um, there was a bunch of interns here at that time. And we all actually, um, we were in the same big office downstairs in the, the D building, if you're familiar with the Menlo campus. And we uh, had a great time together. Um, Joan Gerber, who's on our staff, was one of those interns. We're still here together. Whoa. Joan and I, it's amazing. Awesome. Um, but uh, then I, uh, went to seminary, but I, I got to go with, with three other guys who were all, um, who all went to Stanford with me, but were different years and all felt the call to ministry. So mm. it was really, um, uh, I didn't go alone, which was kind of fun. Mm. And, um, I felt this sense of, of camaraderie in the, in the call. So we all went to Fuller Seminary and mm -hmm. uh, a lot between now and then, but uh, in that time there was. Uh, people, I was a uh, uh, ministry here, uh, elders on session, who actually wrote notes to seminary students. I would get a note from one of our elders like every month just mm. encouraging me. So Menlo stayed in my life even yeah. in that season. Yeah. Uh, I graduated from seminary, was in um, the East Bay and Walnut Creek for 10 years. Mm. And then um, I got a call from one of our pastors here about this multi-site thing and um, sensed God calling me uh, to come back to Menlo. And it was a, a thrilling thing. And um, so been here now for 15 years, started by, uh, coming back to launch the Mountain View campus and then went to Saratoga and have recently served as the director of campuses. And, and now, um, I am in this, uh, temporary role of head of staff while we continue to search for a senior pastor. Wow. Fun fact. I worked at the Mountain View campus with Scott. Really? I started out, uh, volunteering with high school ministry a year after the campus launched and then. Applied two different times. I don't know if you remember this. Two different times to two different jobs that I didn't get. But both times you called me and you sounded like you felt so bad. Oh, I'm sure I did. It sounded like you really wanted me on staff. Maybe I was reading into it. But I always appreciated that. And I still think about that. And then the third time is a charm. And here I am 10 years later. <laughs> well, I'm glad we finally got it right, Jess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes. And grateful for your persistence. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. Um, okay, so you mentioned... Next, this season, head of staff. What in the world does that mean? Yeah. It's just like Dumbledore, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving talks. There's a secret room on campus Ooh. that you get the keys Ooh, to. The room of requirements. Uh, that's right. That's right. Um, well, Follow along as we take our Harry Potter journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I yes, I should know. Um, yeah. You are a big Harry Potter fan. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, it's a title that um, we use. It's more of an organizational title to kind of talk about the person at the top of the organization. And so um, in a sense, that's that's my role. I'm leading the organization that's Menlo Church, but also um, there's the the uh, pastoral side of that mm -hmm. as well to lead lead our church pastorally in this season. And um, I'm humbled to do that. We, we are 
in an interim kind of time. We're in a, mm-hmm. a liminal space, they call it, uh, mm-hmm. where we're we're not quite where we know we'll be, but we're we're still moving forward and learning and growing. And so it's an exciting time to be in this role, and uh, I'm honored to to serve. Uh, and it's it's I think. Uh, you know, again, sensing God's call and the way he has led me through these years at Menlo. And uh, I really sensed that this was a place where I could add value, where I could help because I've been at the church for a long time. I know um, so many of the wonderful people here and our staff. And so uh, my hope is to help Menlo continue to grow and thrive, to help Menlo continue to uh, build the momentum that we are after a very challenging season that we've been Mm in. Um, We can all agree there uh, with COVID and all the rest. And so um, like all churches, uh, we're trying to find our way in this new season. Mm -hmm. And uh, so to me, some people might look at that as a, you know, scary thing. (laughs) I I mean, certainly there's, there's, there could be fear in it, but with our God, um, we know that there's a plan and we know that there's purpose and we know that the gospel is true. And so we forge ahead, um, you know, we're, we're not waiting for a senior pastor to continue to do the great ministry that God's called us to mm-hmm. do, um, but we will be so excited when God brings a new leader here, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll be ready for that season. But uh, in this time, uh, that's kind of what head of staff means uh, in this season, and um, we'll invite you to keep praying for us as we, uh, as we move forward. Yeah, and I can sense a lot of excitement in your voice as you're talking about this, and I could see how this could be for some feel so big and overwhelming. Like not only are you pastoring now a congregation, but also a staff and trying to have session come alongside all of that as well. What are things are you excited about? And it just seems like it, as, as we're talking, it seems like a great opportunity and I'm glad that we have you in this seat and I'm, I'm excited to come, come alongside you and partner with you, but yeah, what are you excited about in this next season? Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm both excited and, and, you know, have a high respect for how um, challenging, mm-hmm. you know, this, this role can be because, uh, you know, there's a lot at stake here for right. our church and for our staff. And so I respect that and take that very seriously. But I think um, what helps me stay grounded is, is just trusting and knowing that God has brought so many great people here, um, both um, to start with our staff, people who like you are passionate uh, and, and capable uh, and um, a team player. And so um, when I think about our staff and all that they're capable of and all that they do, that the chance to get to just um, encourage and breathe life into that is mm-hmm. uh, feels like a wonderful calling and a wonderful thing to be able to do um, because I know everyone's has a story of being called here to do what God's wanted to do. Uh, and I think about our congregation and so many wonderful people who pray so diligently, who serve so mm-hmm. faithfully here, mm-hmm. um, who, who yearn for their friends and neighbors to know Jesus, um, who've experienced God's healing in, in a lot of pain. Um, I think about uh, all of those folks, kind of us moving together. And, and that's what makes me feel like I can do what I can do. Um, so, you know, this is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a big role and it's bigger than I am. And so I lean into Jesus a lot, but I really am uh, excited because of, of the fact that God uses the church and uh, I've experienced that in my own life. I, that's the nice thing about this long trajectory is uh, I can look back and see, mm-hmm. even if I didn't see it in the moment, 
um, the ways God has used the church mm-hmm. under different leaders with different staff mm-hmm. uh, and all the different variables. But God continues to say, because of the power of his spirit, because he loves the church, to use it uh, in people's lives. And so that's, what I, that's the confidence I have to wake mm-hmm. up in every day. And what a that's, gift! Yeah, what a ahead. gift that is, is. Is your time and your tenure here has allowed you to get insights throughout the years and provide hope and optimism and just the lessons that are learned there by you being a part of all those different transitions. I think that makes you uniquely suited to do a wonderful job here. So, Scott, I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you. And I think that's such a good reminder too. You said through your time here, you've had so many different. Um, there's been different pastors and different leaders and different bosses. And in the end, it's, that's not what it's about. It's Mm -hmm. about God and it's about the people he calls here. And I think that, you know, I think we all learned the last couple of years, how it's so easy to put, you know, our leader on a pedestal or just put so much hope in them as a person, but we're human and we make mistakes. And so I just love what you said about, um, you know, just trusting in God, because that's all we can do in this season and just hope that he, we just keep following him and keep trusting in him. And that's, that's all any of us can do. And especially hearing that from you as our leader, like that just makes me feel really good. (laughs) Well, there's so much wisdom in that, Jess. And, uh, and there is, there's this human tendency, you know, we, we, I uh, want to put our faith in other things. That's, that's um, you know, John Calvin was, was clear that the biggest challenge to our faith is, is this uh, issue of idolatry, that we, we, mm-hmm. we seem to want to worship and follow all these things that are not God, because uh, God sometimes asks things of us, and God, um, you know, is, is not as tangible sometimes as, as we'd want God to be, and so we, we, we grab a hold of things that we can we can grab a hold of and yeah. um and they will always disappoint us they will always disappoint us and so um and that cycle helps lead us right back to the feet of Jesus mm. and and we're going to that's kind of the rhythm of our lives we uh we grab a hold of something and we realize it's not going to sustain us and so we we have to let it go i was um you know uh kind of a big big challenge uh, hard thing for me in this last few months was uh my father um passed away in in march uh he had a a short battle with esophageal cancer mm-hmm. uh, but i got to be with him in those moments um when he uh entered into glory and um it was incredibly hard but many of you in this uh as you listen to this uh will know that feeling you've been in that place um but uh, my dad uh, knew Jesus, and he had a faith, and he was never uh, fearful of, of, of letting this life go. He was sad, but he was never fearful. And I think about uh, celebrating the resurrection and remembering the power of that and the hope in that, and that at the end, when you're at the end, um, there is nothing else to grab onto. And, uh, and Jesus is the one that you cling to, and that's enough. And that um, that hope, uh, to see that as hard as it was, was just, uh, incredibly powerful and meaningful, uh, for me and my faith, um, uh, mm. because we'll all face that moment at some point. So, um, yeah, that's a long, long way to <laughs> talk about that. But I think, um, I hope that we continue to call people back to their one love, to the one that will always sustain them, um, in this. Scott, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. If this conversation doesn't get you guys excited to have Scott as head of staff, I don't know what will, because I already feel so like pastorally led and you've been doing this for just like what, a week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honeymoon period. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how long that yeah, lasts. Really no, just kidding. Well, Scott, as 
you're transitioning into this role. How can us as a community come around you in prayer? Is there any way that you could encourage those that may be on our campuses, what they can do to really support not only you during this time in transition, but also our communities during this transition? Yeah, thanks. I, I just, um, I uh, love the idea of team and doing things together. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of how my mind works and heart works. And so if you've been at one of the campuses I've, I've led, um, you know, I have, uh, I have this phrase of, you know, let's all get in the game. <laughs> uh, I'm a sports guy. So that just, that metaphor rings for me. If you're not, um, then get in whatever arena you <laughs> virtual you game. Think. Yes, what? virtual gaming. Get in the video uh, game. Get in the however that works for you. But but I think the idea is um, let let you know with get in the game. It just means that um, there there there's no sideline. There's no place mm -hmm. where you just yeah. get to kind of sit and watch and wait. It's, there's no life there. There's no a growth there. I want everybody. I want everybody to experience the life and the joy of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And to do that, you need to engage and and get in the game. And that can happen in lots of different ways. But um, you know, through serving, through just just coming and attending and being here, I I realized you know in this COVID season, a lot of people. Because every week I see people that say, hey, this is my first time back. Mm -hmm. And I'm yeah. so thankful that they've, you know, there's a lot of fear out there to come and be uh, back uh, with with people again. And I just want to continue to urge people, you know, come on back, um, you know, get in community. Um, we've all suffered a lot of loss. And a lot of that has been around those community relationships. And so we need to we need to rebuild those and to strengthen those. And so I just want people to engage, get in the game. And if you're in the game, to stay in the game. I know a lot of people uh, have really stepped up in this season and I just so thankful for them um, and grateful that they would uh, continue to give of themselves. And so for all of us to, to be generous with our time and our heart and our, our wealth and uh, all, all of our uh, faculties, uh, because we're, we all need to be in the game for this to work. And so if, if we're all working together, I will happily uh, lead the way as best as I can in this short season. But um, that's my hope. And I would just, your prayers are so important. We believe in the power of prayer here. Uh, we don't take it lightly. Uh, that's what sustains us. And I just, especially for um, our staff uh, who lead so well and is in the middle and the thick of it, um, I think of our elders who are volunteers who mm -hmm. give hours and hours of time and care so much about our church. Um, but they, they also uh, would cover your prayers. Um, and, uh, and just personally for me, um, uh, appreciate your prayers for me in this season. So um, those are some things that would, would really help. That's so great. I'm so excited for this next season. And hopefully, like Mark said, you guys can feel the excitement coming through the, the speakers in your car or your headphones, wherever you're listening. So thanks, Scott, for being here. So excited to see uh, what's, what's to come with Menlo. Yeah, it's going to be good, guys. Woo! We're excited. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Well, thanks so much for listening. And our hope is that this helps you connect deeper to Menlo Church throughout the week. We believe church doesn't just happen on Sundays, and this is just one of the ways you can connect with us and grow in your faith whenever and wherever you're listening. We'd love to come alongside you in prayer to encourage you or walk through anything that you're going through. All you have to do is text our online team at 650-600-0402. Thanks again for tuning in. This was Menlo Midweek.